0: Something about the Chronic Gals, just two best buds in the very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree, so grab a joint and just pop with me. Hey!
1: Hi everybody and welcome to the Chronic Gals podcast. I'm your host, Riley. And I'm Ashleen. And we're back for another one. We didn't die. Oh, we oh didn't my die. god, you guys. Rocket update. We didn't even talk about this. Rocket update.
2: Okay, well wait, we got producer Ev on the horn too. What's oh, yeah. up?
0: Yeah, what's up? As always. <laughs> but- <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. We didn't even run our housekeeping. Whatever. Whatever.
0: Free ball. We're free <laughs> it today.
1: Cool. We're sitting
2: at the wrong end of the table too. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true.
1: Um, but yeah, rocket update. It landed in the Indian Ocean. Apparently, made not a sound. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so... like, I had to seek this information out. Yeah. So that's cool.
0: God, we're all safe. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's the main the main thing. That I never we're all felt.
0: Safe in peril but like there was a slight like huh i wonder if this is gonna like make making like do something you know uh,
1: okay i watched the trailer <laughs> for greenland have you seen this trailer for this movie called greenland no greenland Greenland, no greenland. I so saw. it's like um fuck what's the guy's name who is the phantom of the opera Andrew Lloyd Webber? No, he (laughs) made the Phantom (laughs) of the Opera. Who was fucking Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler. So, this is a Gerard Butler movie. But basically, G Butts Flick. (laughs) Yeah. G Butts. (laughs) (laughs) A G Butts Flick? That's hilarious. Okay, so. I'm like trying not to make this last 100 years, but it's not working. Okay, so basically, the premise of this movie was that fucking some space thing was gonna it was flying falling out of the sky or like satellites were like rapidly falling out of the sky and like this was a uh, apocalyptic movie and like everybody had to go onto these barges to go to greenland and the whole thing is like he got separated from his family whatever who cares but basically (laughs) the trailer was that these things were fucking falling out of the sky yeah and i'm like sitting there Watching it as the rocket launcher is falling out of the skies. We're like watching it on the tracker.
0: like The the live stream. The live stream.
1: Somehow we're watching like that. Right. Like as like on the same day. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the universe works in mysterious ways. But it was just like I was watching that and then thinking about the rocket and being like, I have never felt unsafe until now Mm -hmm. because that is crazy. Yeah. And then I just kept thinking about all of the satellites that are, like, in the sky falling down, which apparently none of the stars we look at are stars and they're all satellites. Right. So, anyway. Well,
2: what does that tell you about, like, how influential media is? Like, you were not afraid. So And then true. you watch this trailer and now you're like, oh, my like, God, that could happen. happen. I could watch. Uh, I could watch those burning up bits so fall true into my home you know?
1: guard yourself from the media <laughs> but that's when
0: the big old gf the big old galactic feds come down and like beep, beep, come beep, with beep, us yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so maybe we want a rocket to <laughs> come at us Kidding. I feel like I we're already
1: <laughs> uh, we're, like we are sorry in the process of the apocalypse or like on the way to or, you know, like pre apocalyptic time. Like, I feel like that's just where we are in humanity's mm-hmm. in this humanity's lifetime. Yeah. Reality is dissolving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. aren't they already here? Just like zapping us up.
0: Well, you know how Trump was like. CIA, release all the findings you have yeah. on the aliens. Uh-huh. Like right before he left presidency, yes. that date that he gave them, the six months, is okay. literally June, like the early parts of June. Okay. So, Wait,
2: have they not released any of it yet? Not yet. I thought they released some of it. He
0: said, well, maybe, but I think so, like think, a while yeah, ago. But he said, I'm There's giving more. you six months to to tell us like Whoa. everything we know.
2: Disclosure. Okay, but is Biden going to enforce that, or will the people oh, enforce my it? Gosh.
0: I got a notification on social media that was like, This is still happening, and it's coming up. Everyone be prepared.
1: I just had the biggest mind blow up. Okay, so I was watching (laughs) Anne Khan today, and she was talking about how um, fucking... Gemini season, when Gemini season comes, it's going to be like crazy. Secrets are going to be spilled because Mercury, Venus, and the sun are going to be in Gemini. And Mercury is all about talking and blabbing and communicating. Gemini is all about talking and blabbing and communicating. And Venus just is like secrets. Mm. So it's like secrets are going to be revealed. Ooh. Ooh, in June, that's Gemini season. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, the energy, planetary energy, man. I'm it's, just,
0: <laughs> it's just, it's uh, just confirmation, though. More right. So, so than true. Totally. New news.
1: That's fair. Facts. Dang. <laughs> wow! Wow! We came in strong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, be prepared for that. A lot of like life-changing, world-changing things happening. Yeah, if,
1: you're, if you're already not prepared for your life to change by now, uh, welcome, welcome to, to twenty twenty-one. Welcome to the world reality. But. And welcome to our show, the Chronic Tales <laughs> Podcast, where we update you on apocalyptic news and cannabis-related <laughs> topics.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, today we talked with Margot Vaselli, Vasselli. a cannabis queen from <laughs> Illinois. And we had such a fun time talking oh to God her. She's she a delight.
1: is seriously just cut from, the, we are cut from the same cloth. I was, we got off the phone and I was like,
2: she's us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's totally part of our crew. Yeah. So we'll so get we into love that her. later. We love everything she's up to. Yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. Yay. Us. Um, Housekeeping first, right? That gets knocked off first. Yep. Yeah.
0: Sound effect. Remember? That's yeah. a thing oh, now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, top of the noggin. Uh, what do we got? Didn't coming write up? these all down. Somewhere. I know. <laughs> uh, we got oh. clubhouse. Oh yeah, we got clubhouse. Every Friday, Washingtonians. We've, We've had a lot of fun in that room. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of cool connections. Mm-hmm. Um, We have created a Washingtonians group on Clubhouse, which is now accepting Android. Mm -hmm. So that's really neat. If you need an invite, I keep getting some. So hit me up. Um, But it's basically a place for Washingtonians. Washington stoners <laughs> to me and meet other Washington stoners. Washingtonians. Yeah, and we hope to just like grow this group and so we can offer education and community within our state. Mm-hmm. Because I really like through this conversation, Washington's cannabis industry is kind of just like built on like being from Washington and like helping the small guy. Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. we're going to do that. We're doing that. We believe in that we're and that's support. what it's for. So join us every Friday on Clubhouse at 2.30 p.m. And if you need an invite, let us know. DM
1: us, please.
2: What else? Uh, (laughs) Check out our... I know this is why we write things down. Check out Real Stoners on YouTube. A new episode dropped uh, last Friday. Friday. Mm -hmm. And we're having so much fun doing that, too. So go check that out.
0: We rank raps. Whoa. Cut out right there. We rank raps <laughs> like uh, what you wrap your weed in. We yeah, that was em. fun too. Sorry, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how I like rolling to elaborate papers, without like, blend papers. Away. Right? Yeah. Is that giving it away? No, not okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> not but yeah, so it's a yeah. fun one. It is. Yeah. It's, it was
1: really fun. It was very fun to record. Mm-hmm. It was very. I'm really excited to see it.
0: It was just the Aguilar siblings for this yeah. one, which was cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is us. <laughs> if you are new to our podcast welcome welcome
2: which there are a lot of new people we, to our podcast yeah. so shout out to all of you new folks welcome to the canic. what do we call the canic, chronic pals community yeah right yeah
0: <laughs> furthermore elaborating we are siblings all three of us yes yes
1: mm-hmm. Three of us. Okay, One I found welcome. housekeeping. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com oh, slash chronic gals. Put that into your search engine or your URL spot. I had a teacher. This is such a tangent. <laughs> I had a teacher that <laughs> called it an Earl. An Earl. An Earl. Oh, no. And she was, she was old and you just kind of like let her. Yeah. Dr. yeah,
0: oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Called out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her out. Yeah. Doctor Questad is one of the best teachers. Yeah, Loki equivalent to like um, she Margo. Oh, probably has for sure. But like, I don't know if I can say this, but you know how Doctor Questad was like a refugee, like dancer in like somewhere in Europe in some war, and had oh to my like God, escape. No, I had yeah, no dude. idea. She was telling us about this in class. Like she was. Uh, this is such a memory, but like. <laughs> um, she was just somewhere, and these like oppressing government came in with like guns and stuff, and she had to like flirtatiously like dance her way out of the situation, what? like literally, <laughs> yeah, as like a like like teenager, young adult. Wow, oh. yeah. Doctor
1: Questad literally has gone through life, dude. Yeah, she. She used to protest for like anti-Vietnam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor
0: Questad went hard. She yeah. unfortunately, so I had her freshman year, Me and too. then she left teaching after however many years of her legacy um because she, she had cancer mm. and then no laughing? one heard about her oh my God. and then uh my class was the last class that she taught a full year through Whoa. so for our senior year she came back for our circle of life assembly and literally everyone <laughs> shit themselves and we all like balled our faces oh off yeah, it was awesome because wow. we were like, "Oh my god, You're she's still alive!" Yeah, and then yeah. like I'll see at Fred Meyer all the time. I'm not even Did gonna you? lie. Okay. Oh, she's
2: still so alive. So she's still yeah, alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't talk to her because it was like a brief. I don't know. It was just, but yeah, Riley was one of the room reps when she had her, which is like you know the fucking teacher's pet yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and then official
1: teacher's pet yeah class no, voted but, no yeah i was gonna say dr quest
0: had made it cool it was democratic for sure yeah and then i t- i did my i was the room rep for my year
3: that's so cool so <laughs> So I sick. Sick. love
1: that. So if you like what you hear and you want to know more stories about us, check us out on Patreon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we have a blog mm-hmm. and more videos. Mm-hmm. And you can watch this conversation because mm-hmm. we'll do videos.
2: And dude, let's interview
0: Dr. Questad.
1: Oh <laughs> <be> so- dude, <laughs>
2: you set that up.
0: Future app. Alright, alright. Oh my god. Future
2: up for the Earl. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Yeah. So patreon.com slash chronic gals for fun bonus content and our top um, tier, which is the dub tier, the dub sack tier. You get access to you're already on the list to our chronic pal safety meeting that happens every month and pregame and the pregame. It's going to be really fun. That's where we get even more lit before our lit party. So come find <laughs> us on Patreon! Yay! Next, Chronic
2: Gals Safety Meeting. We um. kind of talked out about wow, talked about that already, but yeah, it's a monthly Zoom sesh where we we, t- we get together with people
1: and build community. About, we, we are all about community here on Chronic Gals. If mm-hmm. you haven't picked that up yet, <laughs> but yeah, um, if you're already a patriot patron. You're already on the list, but if you're not a patron and want to get on the list, just email us your email so We can email you the Zoom link.
2: Or you can oh, visit yeah. chronicgals.com slash box office. Do that. And register for a safety meeting that way. I forgot about that. We did that.
1: hmm We uh, totally did that. yeah. Chronicgals.com slash box office. Cool. Also, check out chronicgals.com for everything that you hear b- now. before this comment yeah (laughs) yeah we have a calendar there we have a blog there we have all of our past episodes anything that's our hub Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. check that out Mm -hmm. chronic riley blogs too so there's a little bloggy on there Mm -hmm. bloggy bloggy Bloggy,
2: blog Um, make sure you follow us on instagram mm -hmm. and
1: cannabis at chronic underscore podcast please rate review and subscribe to this podcast Every review counts and helps us. We just got a new review. I don't know if you saw that email, but Ooh, I, um, not. I don't remember what the full name is, but Derek from our Sheds? IG live. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, Sheds 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 again. Yeah. <laughs> and Derek and Derek. Um, thanks for reviewing us. Woohoo. Um, very kind words. We appreciate you a lot. So please rate, review, subscribe, send this to your friends. Let's grow our chronic pals circle. Let's just create community. We just want to talk to everybody.
2: Hell yeah. Love it. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's it. We did it. Housekeeping closed. <laughs> I know we don't have to make gracious. it, but I feel better doing it. Same. Okay. Same.
1: <laughs> Farm feature.
2: Farm feature. It's the Farm Feature. Yay! This week for our Farm Feature, we have High Tide Cannabis Company from Washington State. I uh, I picked up two strains at Craft Cannabis here in Vancouver. I think they had maybe four to six strains available. Um, Here we have Rainbow Belts and Face Mints. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I wasn't able to find their website or anything to learn more about the company in particular, and their Instagram was um, just had been updated in a little bit. But I love their
1: packaging, first yeah. of all. Yeah, their packaging is super cute. Their logo
2: is adorable with this like old salty sea dog man, yes. lighthouse keeper guy. Love it. They give uh the tide gauge, which is fun, That's which cool. kind of gives you like an idea of whether you're it says thrill to chill is the spectrum, thrill on one side, chill on the other. Um and it's a three. So is this rainbow belts? Oh, I'm out sorry. Of yeah. What? Um, I don't know. It's I right would in the imagine middle. six. That's, yeah. my, that's my guess. Three out, too. out of six. Yeah. yeah. So it's like on hybrid, the thrill level. On the thrill, on the thrill, the thrill gauge, level. gauge.
1: Tide gauge. Six is thrill. One is chill.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's little eyes too that even represent oh. like awake. Or, uh, this, this is routine.
1: two grams. Yeah, and they have two gram containers. Cool. Two gram jars. I like that.
2: Um, another th- the thing that they have on the other side it says peel for lineage,
1: and it also has like the notes.
2: Yeah, well that one has notes. This oh. one says this hybrid coats your mouth like fruit leather dipped
1: in window cleaner. Ooh,
0: wait, <laughs> <laughs> do I want that
1: fruit leather? So like sweet and then kind of astringent, yeah. or maybe like lemony? Yeah, oh yeah, lemony, lemony or piney? Yeah,
0: that cleaner like yeah, the, yeah like lemon a, cleaner.
1: Yeah, interesting. Okay, what else did you find on the this thing? The label actually. which
0: hold on in retrospect fruit leather plus lemon flavor would probably be like a be nice fun. little flavor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah and then so yes it is something that you want <laughs> yeah but
2: window cleaner
0: if you just say it like that it's yeah weird, you yeah sounds like a poisonous child snack
1: there's a
2: total uh shock value totally totally <laughs> to it. Oh. oh okay so the lineage okay so they have the barcode that the store has to put on or no, that has like the analytics Right. Oh, which I was also going to mention that both of these are low testers at 15%. Yeah. So you have your barcode that like the store scans and on the label, it says peel for lineage. So I was assuming we were going to peel up the whole sticker, the whole label, but you have to peel up the barcode sticker and it reveals the lineage just right there on the label. Bing. That's just like a really cool way of or like a use marketing team of, you yeah rock. like thinking ahead of where you're
1: going to place mm-hmm. your
2: messaging that's really cool so
1: oh gosh uh we are branding babe yeah and <laughs> we love
2: a good packaging moment
1: that is just so, so, so we got okay to be completely honest with you listening We got so excited when we read Peel for Lineage. We were off the mic. We were getting ready to do the intro. Ashley was, like, looking at the thing. She was like, Peel for Lineage. And we all, like, stopped what the fuck we were doing. We were like, Ooh! Riley jumped up and did
2: a little dance. It was really good. I was so excited. And then they're like, don't peel it, don't peel don't it. Don't peel it, yeah, don't peel it. Do it on the show. Because I was really just trying to peel off the barcode so that I could peel up the label, the label. easier. But good thing I didn't peel up the barcode because we would have, yeah, we would have missed so that cool. surprise. So I have the rainbow belts here, and it is uh, Skittles and Moonbow. Ooh. I have
1: face mints and the... Which on the tide gauge is a three, so in the middle. Um, and then on the, like, tasting, smelling notes are greasy, gassy, minty, pungent, and goodness. And then the lineage is animal face and Mints 11.
0: Mm,
2: okay, face mints. Okay, okay.
1: Love it. Ooh. It's, it's,
2: like, really, like, hydrated, bud.
1: It smells like bamboo, which is maybe the top. Hmm, I'm get, definitely getting that like lemony window cleaner smell. This is greasy, minty, gassy, pungent goodness. Okay, but yeah, it's very. Oh, there wet. we go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. Oh, that's nice. Is that gassy, minty,
2: greasy goodness?
1: Yeah, it is. Actually <laughs> good. Yeah, trade, and then we'll throw it to you, Evan. Oh, weird. That is so different than what. Wait, gassy, no, wait. Minty, what is it? Wait. Okay, no, no. Break, like, hold it in your hand. Okay, because of the, b- the bamboo. Y- yeah, hold it in your hand and okay, put, okay. yeah, smell it and break it up under your nose. It's completely different.
2: Well, it's still completely different from what that is. Oh, my gosh, it smells like the zoo.
1: It, it does. It smells like
2: the bat cave.
1: Right? In, like, a good way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the like bat cave
2: always smells good in a weird I way. I always
0: kind of liked it, too. The guano. Yeah. Don't know is- why. It just Ooh, smells I like, like a warm home. Okay, right, Ev-
1: exactly. It's like comforting. Yeah, Ashlyn was Ashley and I were just smelling the face mints. I'm now smelling the rainbow belts, which is the wi- r- window cleaner, and it totally does smell like window cleaner right. in the jar. And then it is very hydrated weed. Right. Yeah. Total.
0: Oh. <laughs> this is one of my favorite smelling. I know. I love a gas. Types. Is this the one that was the fruit leather? No, No.
2: it's on the package. Oh,
1: (laughs) that's the gas, gassy, greasy, (gasps) greasy, gassy,
0: minty, pungent goodness. Yeah,
1: that's great. Yeah, this is the window cleaner. Okay, we're doing the greasy goodness first. (laughs) Yeah, I like I like the smell of both of these. Me too. I've had the a pre-roll from these guys a long time ago. I don't remember anything about it.
2: I also really like these jars. Like, I like the The top. The wood top. It has your little, what is this, a washer or something? Whatever your stopper is to keep the airflow. Or, uh, not airflow, air air airtight Air air tight. (laughs) Words.
1: Yeah. It's nice. It's probably sustainable, too. This is probably, like, bamboo, Mm -hmm. wood.
2: I think they were, I want to say it was 28 for two grams. Hmm. so yep. a little on the pricier side mm-hmm. but i think if you they had bigger quantities
0: too it might be worth it what uh fuck <laughs> i forgot
2: yeah this is so sticky yeah this is sticky icky
0: okay well basically i was at craft cannabis and i was just browsing and there was this like really bright packaging kind of that i was talking about a long time ago don't even know if it made it on <laughs> but uh it was like sixty dollars for uh eighth. Oh, and I, I like, saw that. It's like the, the like, I don't remember
2: what it was. I just remember seeing it was sixty. Yeah, oh, it was.
1: Oh, is it a cookies? Was it a
2: yeah, cookies brand? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I've never heard of it before, but I was like talking to the lady, and I was like, "Is that sixty dollars? Like, is it worth it?" She was like, "Honestly, I would just stick. I usually stick to the, just the single grams and just kind of try it out." And she was like, but I, I've enjoyed it. I, she thought it was pretty nice.
2: Okay. But if she just enjoyed it, it's not worth $60 an eighth. Okay.
0: I know. know? She, that's why she said she was just a cram.
1: So (laughs) cookies is a brand out of California burner, the guy rapper burner. This Mm -hmm. is like his brand. Yeah. Yeah. So they've finally, they've made it up into Oregon and Washington I was reading on Instagram that the cookies brand in Oregon told so they like white label, I think, or buy farms, cannabis to put it into their label. So they had I should look up the guy because this is it, this is fucked up. Where's my phone? OK, <laughs> so they bought this one guy's weed fuck what is the uh, uh, i'm so sorry everybody <laughs> hold on i just want to get everything right okay so they bought okay they invited this brand called loud from oregon l-o-w-d um I'm just going to read this, what this says. So, at Cookies Portland, comes to me to buy weed for their grand openings. I pull my best, send it over. Three weeks later, I don't hear anything. I hit them up. They say they rejected my weed and won't put it on shelf. I'm confused as fuck while they promote all of our competitors. Later on, someone hits us with this. I'm floored. One more reason to support local farmers and... F. Big Cannabis. Sometimes shit gets so big that camp companies lose their way. This is blasphemous. They renamed our weed that we hunted for years and they didn't pay us. So they took weed from this guy, didn't pay them, put it in under their label.
0: Wow.
2: That's pretty shitty.
0: What a perfect, like... uh story that goes along with our interview
2: i was thinking that right. too because and, we MSOs. talk yeah we talk with margo about big money in cannabis mm-hmm. and this is exactly it this, speaks to that yeah
1: yeah so this post i got from can inclusive on um, instagram and there's an update so they posted like what um jesse horton the ceo of loud what he said um and then they also updated or posted an update and said burner and several representatives from cookies have reached out to jesse and in an attempt to resolve this issue thank you to all who have amplified this item and who continue to be on the side of equity and respect in the industry we'll keep you updated which can inclusive keep makes people accountable which i Mm -hmm. really enjoy about them Mm -hmm. but i'm like i was saw when this was posted i saw so many people repost it And just talk about it because this is so fucked up. And like how many other people is this happening to? How many other small farmers is this happening to? So it totally talks to the MSOs. The what is it? MSO. Multi-state operator. operator. And like how that is just we need to make sure that we protect our farmers. Like this is such a frustrating issue. And now I don't even remember why. Oh, because of cookies and it's sixty dollars an eighth, and, eight. oh, and yeah, so like fuck cookies corner. anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah uh, it's like
1: all a brand. It's all just brand. Yeah, yeah. And they go out and try to find the best weed, and then they don't even pay the fuckers who grow the weed. Like,
0: yeah. ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna pay sixty bucks or price your weed for sixty bucks an eighth, that's pretty expensive here in Washington, at least. That's super expensive. Like expensive eighth, in my opinion, in Washington is like. 30, 35. Yeah.
1: I'm like 48. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. But like 60, I was like, damn, I've never seen that.
1: I'm like $60 a quarter. I'm yeah. even like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, well, that just also goes to show you how spoiled we
2: are with oh our God, prices I here.
0: I know. You know. That's for sure.
2: Like, I guess we get into that a little yeah. bit in the interview yeah. too with Margo, but we go back to Riley's story in Illinois and her experiences there buying weed
0: and, yeah, what the fuck? I did not. I'm not. Gonna, I mean, I don't know if I want to spoil it or not. But that was a crazy number that you said. Yeah,
1: I the receipts probably somewhere. But yeah, I spent almost two hundred dollars for on just on, what? It was a pack of half gram pre rolls. Like a six. pack It was pack like a six pack. Yeah. So not even a. It was probably like an eighth of ground up weed, and then like a half cart half gram cart.
0: Wait, you say a gram? joints half gram and then a half cart yeah half gram cart that could literally cost you 25 dollars in right now at washington or less
1: and even the people in the dispensary were like you are going to be disappointed you're like you're going to spend so much money like this is not what you are not where you live (laughs) i wonder if that's true in all of illinois
2: if the prices are that high or if it it was because you were in more of a rural area i kind
1: of think i was it was because i was in a more rural, rural area and it probably was like a like a franchise dispensary like it was it looked really nice it looked out of place for the area we were driving in it just kind it was like the branding was cleaner than everything around it and Mm -hmm. like i don't know very interesting interesting Mm. okay have we tried this yet no we we haven't we keep talking
2: okay so this is the facements i don't know where the lighter. oh it's right there
1: (laughs) like i don't know where the lighter is it's right here
2: who wants greens?
1: You can hit it first. You did the work. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Face mints. Greasy, gassy, minty, pungent goodness. I hope I hope it's gassy.
0: I feel like I haven't really experienced a minty <coughs> weed is. before. Ooh. That's
2: a good point. Yeah. That really hits you like straight to the dome.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: And you get, like, a beautiful cloud out, out of it, too. I don't know how much of that is the bong and how much of it is the weed, but...
1: Do you want this lap, this hit, or do you want me to clear it? And then
2: I'll
0: take can... a clean one.
1: I'll yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan.
0: Have you guys had this place before? I don't remember. No, I've
2: never had this before.
0: <laughs> this is just a <laughs> Budtender uh, recommendation.
2: Yeah, this is a Budtender recommendation. <laughs> I... I'm forgetting her name, but it was a gal from Craft Cannabis who said that she loved them. Um,
1: so thanks for the hookup <laughs> gal from Craft Cannabis. <laughs> yeah, I had a pre-roll. I think I had the Rainbow Belts pre-roll, but I think I smoked it amongst other pre-rolls. So it didn't like, wasn't anything that Pre-che-y. I could stand, stand out. out. Yeah. But it was also tender recommended. So
0: Is it uh, on the shelf meter? Is it top? Is it mid? Probably top, I w- yeah towards I would the say,
1: I would say towards the top for sure. If this was twenty eight dollars for two grams, mm-hmm.
2: I mean Best. I would put this on like Doc and Yeti levels. I yeah. love Doc and Yeti, Same. I would be. I don't even that's where I would math. rank them.
1: <laughs> I had to do the math. It's fourteen dollars a gram.
2: Thank you. Oh, that is pretty expensive. That's actually really expensive. That's super
1: expensive. I do remember the joint, the pre roll being like twelve dollars. But
2: it might have been infused also. Like I don't mm. even. Dude, I was looking. I think it was at their Instagram, and they do concentrates too, and the concentrates are called Tide Pools.
0: Uh. So cute. Because they're high tide. So <laughs> cute. Tide pools. Okay, here's. It kind of sounds like Tide Pods, also. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. That's true. Man, I was gonna say something. Um, mm, I don't tide know. Pools? No, pads. it was something before that. Well, this face mint got you. Yeah, See, isn't it? Don't nice? sleep on the fifteen percent. I just love me a fifteen percenter. <gasps> which the chick at um, Pot Zone in Vancouver, when mm. I was there last time, we were talking about. We like had a total girl moment where we're like, "Oh my god, I love fifteen percent!" Oh my god, I just, people just like don't like totally talk down, down down about it. Yeah, but yeah, no, they do. They get, they work. It hits you. It hits. Ya. It hits.
0: <coughs> I'm definitely getting mint. That's actually new, like exhale. Yeah, like, it's, kind of it's like, like a
1: menthol-y a,
0: Yeah, like honestly, it reminds me of the freaking. If you just put a leaf in your mouth and like squishing around your teeth, yeah, it gives you that mint or that minty herby. Yeah, totally.
2: Oh, is this the one? Oh no, this isn't the one that coats your mouth. <coughs> That's next.
0: No, this (coughs) is minty, gassy, greasy, squeezy. Please me. Do you
1: think think the mint... What kind of terpene do you think mint has? A piney type of a terpene? Can you Google that? Maybe. (coughs) (coughs) Or search it. Search engine it. Wow, yeah. It does hit you in the head. Right? It kind of makes you feel like a... A weeble wobble, wobble. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what do you? What? What's holy tits?
0: Uh, the <laughs> th- the head hit.
1: Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's different. We were smoking the rainbow belts with Margo. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, it this is different. different.
0: <laughs> Mint terpenes.
2: A <laughs> little
1: more loosey goosey. A little more like. Yeah. What was I saying? Like, there's total, like, airhead. Yeah. Like, total airhead moment.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Same. Uh, Mint terpene. I'm sorry. Uh, Mint terpene is a mixture of terpenes. Uh, The basic constitutes of these are L-limonene, or limonene, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. alpha-pinene, beta-pinene, cineol, and octanol. Oh.
1: Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of the last two before. Mm Mm-mm. Interesting. OK, cool. Because yeah. yeah, I was like pining for sure, because mint is supposed to like open your lungs and like help True. you mm-hmm. like breathe and shit. So I'm like, that's what i we feeling. Does. That? Kind of like
2: I feel like open, you know? Yeah, actually. Know. Yeah, I kind of relate with that,
0: too. I really like this, though.
1: Me, too. Kudos. Yeah. Right. Uh, what is it? What is High tide? No, face. Mint. Oh, face mints. I like you. Here, Evan, you can
2: hit the greens on rainbow belts, too. Ooh. Oh
1: <laughs> Arms are not long enough no. to reach. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I like Oh, so no, I, yeah, I, like I know, I'm like... <laughs> Well, this is what, like, face mints does to you. This would be perfect on, like, a sunny day where you're out at the lake or the coast or whatever. A sunny night. (laughs) When you just, (laughs) oh, that's funny, (laughs) Um, chill and just, like, like daydream. Like, this is what day drinking feels like.
2: Totally. Way to land that lighter on both the soft (laughs) materials. Thanks, thanks.
0: Uh, it's just the audio guy kind He's of. He's professional. You know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm getting like real fruity vibes.
1: Oh, from the from rainbow the rainbow belt. Yeah. Like it's like a like a lemonade. Like a berry.
0: No. It, oh, maybe like a it's like a tropical punch, low key. Mm. I don't know. That's what I'm getting.
1: Yeah. Super
2: sweet, and actually, it kind of tastes like the candy belts, like those sour candy. Yeah. Citric acid things. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. I
1: like it,
0: too. It was a really easy smoke.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like coughing. It's lighter than the face Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally different. (coughs) Does it... uh, Does it coat... (coughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Okay, cool. Does it coat your mouth like fruit leather dipped in window cleaner? I am actually getting kind of a weird mouth like coat like dry mouth coating thing happening.
0: I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what that experience would be. Like <laughs> <laughs> whatever you just described with fruit leather and window coating cleaner. my mouth. Yeah.
1: Fruit S- leather dipped in window cleaner. Well, like fruit leather kind of gives you that like sugar film yeah, on your mouth, which and I then- just sneezed a bunch, so it's kind of <laughs> there. But I don't know. That's what? such a specific that's like a me description,
0: <laughs>
1: you know.
2: Like, yeah, uh, same. Which I think is why I like gravitate. I like, I like it and relate yeah. to it so much because yeah, because it's totally so specific,
1: this. but yet so like vague enough where everybody was gonna be like has their own yeah, yeah connection to whatever this. I don't know is. exactly what that is, but I get it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What's the lineage of that one again?
1: Uh, Skittles by Moonbow. I have never heard of moon. Me neither. But how cute Rainbow. I know. I'm like, I want oh. it. Where can I get it? Will you grow for me, please? <laughs> oh, I'm still. Those bone snatcher fat
2: oh. panda joints
1: must mm-hmm. have gone so fucking fast. Yeah, because yeah, I looked yeah. for one after 4:20, and they, they I have gone. not been able to find one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
2: this we is wanted to try. It's giving me
0: stony vibe. Like slowing me down.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm feeling that, yeah,
1: whereas like this facement like blew me up like a like a helium balloon, <laughs> this rainbow belt is like securing me to a chair, you know mm-hmm. like where I can just like freely like
0: it's like without getting too crazy, it's like the car dealership, uh yeah, two things, yeah. yeah, and then everyone was going home for the night, so they unplugged it, yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. Love that. Okay.
2: Well, good job. Okay. High tide. Hi, tide. Thanks for putting out such great bud.
0: Okay. Really okay, good w- flavor. What
1: do we rate it on the scale of one to 16 or 15 oh, or whatever? Oh. I don't um, even remember Joe. 15. 15?
2: Maybe like a 10.5 just because of the price
1: that I was going to go nine oh. just because the price. Mm. Like I want to know why it's this expensive. Yeah. Give me the reasons. Like, if it's facility, you're doing all of the best practices.
0: Give me See your COA.
1: <laughs> Give me your COA, and I will bump you up some ratings. But I was going to go with the nine because of the price. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is really good, but I don't think very many people can get this. I wouldn't buy it every time. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. Although,
2: if they, came, if they had, like, really unique strains, I am kind of like a strain slut. So.
1: That's true. Like, these are unique. Mm-hmm. Did you look at Mo- Moonbow?
0: sorry uh, no
1: sorry nobody asked <laughs> 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 uh, nobody gave direction to do that <laughs> except in my head yeah yeah so. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah so high tide well done 12, Good honestly
0: weed. i really was a surprisingly 12 yeah I was a surprisingly big fan of the flavor.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. the flavor is excellent. You
0: say Moon Made?
1: Moonbow, bow, bow. bow, like a rainbow, B-O but a moon w. Bow.
0: I'm not really finding anything as far as mm.
2: it might be one of those secret.
1: Yeah, those like.
0: Oh wait, strange. it's a strain. Yeah, archive seed bank crossed Skittles with a dosi phenotype to create oh. Moonbow. Oh, its light colored buds are densely packed and sugar coated with a delicious fruity and floral terpene profile people may expect a potent, powerful high from this candy-flavored strain. Toad, so yep. it's a
1: Skittle, Skittles.
2: Dosey-dose.
1: Dosey-dose. Dosey-dos. Yeah, that makes sense. i feel I'm feeling that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool, guys. So you give it a 12? Yeah, so I liked it a lot? What's the average of that? Yeah. Hold on.
0: What was it What's again? 10 math. and a half?
1: Yeah, 10 and a half. 10 9 plus 9, 9, 9 plus 12. 12. 12. Divided 10. by 3. 10.5! 10. 10. 10.
2: There we all go.
0: agree they could earn points if they brought the price down so like, right. or yeah, give yeah, me
1: yeah. a COA and give me like your bet. Like, give me the reasons why it's priced at this mm-hmm. and use I the will best
0: natural pesticide. Yeah.
1: Like right. because of the packaging, because you use a wood lid. Like, I want to know the reasons why you're this expensive and then I'll give you more points. Like, I'm here for the price. Like, your weed is good. This good, good. Yeah. But I just want to know, like, I don't know.
2: So satisfy her curiosity yeah, and I you'll tied. get more than 10.5.
0: We're also here. We're on your side. We I We want, are. You, to we I want know. you to win. You're so. It's so we're not I sound so. i criticizing to break down. Yeah,
1: you're right. <laughs> I sound so aggressive. I'm not. I'm just passionate.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I wasn't saying you <laughs> no, were I aggressive. I was just saying we, we want you to win.
1: Yeah, we do. Sure. We want to help, help you. We want more people to smoke your weed. Yeah. So, help so us let's help tell your you. story. Wow. You know who's other
2: story we should tell? Because she has a lot Margo. of... Margo. Um, Margo. Gosh, we're getting so good at this segue thing. <laughs> uh
1: right. Yeah, let's get into this interview with Margot Vaselli. The executive director mm-hmm. of Normal in Illinois. And... I... I wow. <laughs> I just <laughs> glitched out. I was trying to... St- I was trying to figure out what the creator, that's the word, sorry, total glitch, and the creator of Margoana, mm-hmm. that's her lifestyle blog. Is it broken?
0: I just realized it was turned off, or like, it's just dark right now, and I don't know why.
1: Holiday. Oh, no.
2: It's okay. Well, we'll just do- <laughs> roll with it. Um, okay. Let's
0: redo that outro part yeah, real quick. yeah.
1: Okay, I don't even. I'm gonna turn how it,
0: we did it back Yeah, off.
2: <laughs> yeah I
1: guess. What Is the battery dead?
0: No.
1: Did, did it was it past brain? twenty minutes?
0: Oh, definitely, we're at forty-one. Oh. oh. I didn't know it cut off at twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, I
1: forgot battery. to tell you. Well.
0: Uh, <laughs> didn't they get to get a nice picture of you as a still frame <laughs> uh, while the audio goes? Yeah.
1: But at least you have the rest of the video. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So let's get to Margot Vaselli, the executive director of Normal Illinois and creator of Margo Wana.
2: We had so much fun with her and we learned a lot. And you guys are going to, too. Yes. Yay. So good. See you on the other side. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the session. We are so excited to have Margot Vaselli here with us. Margo is a canna queen, and she does way too many t- things for me to list here in the cannabis space, so I'm going to let her take it. Hi, Margo. Welcome.
3: Hello, lovelies. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. So cool. Yay. So Welcome. Wana. Yeah, I am now in this person as the brand Margo who's really trying to fight for the efficacy in cannabis and my background was in politics and every time that I had a candidate's ear I would always talk to them about cannabis and you know the benefits and that I'm a consumer and that there's a lot of medical potential it was just at the beginning of all this blossoming medical findings and uh
2: what what when about in the calendar are we? What was this like? Two thousand
3: twelve. So that wonderful 16. year of the presidential race that we had. Yes. So you know <laughs> that, that, part that 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 <laughs> let me that because of that presidential year, I was like, I'm not doing this politics thing anymore. This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. And my candidate, you know, as the medical uh, market started opening up here. He suggested to me, hey, why don't you go and try and apply yourself? Because I was making these gummy bears on the side as a hobby where I would infuse alcohol into them. And I would sell them on Etsy. Any kind of drink you could get at the bar, I could make it into a gummy bear. And he knew that. Why don't you just go do edibles? Like, oh, that would be so freaking cool. But, you know, how do you go and do edibles? Mm -hmm. I try to get my mom to understand that there is a lot of potential within this industry. And she was always just, you know, drugs are bad and was never understanding of anything. But somehow, some way I was able to convince her and she got a medical card. And there was a moment where they had a class for concentrates at one of the dispensaries. And I didn't know what concentrates were like all the different levels. I just knew that they existed and that they were yummy. <laughs> 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 um, I went there and started networking with the hosts and asked them if there was ever an opportunity to work for Cresco Labs that I would like to. And I got my foot in the door
2: awesome Hell yeah. and that's how you do it that's literally how the cannabis industry is being built by like finding the right person at the right time who has exactly what you need and you have exactly what they need mm-hmm. and then you get to make that connection yeah. so cool and you're in yeah. illinois right so you guys just went wreck last year yeah. year before uh, last year
3: january 1st 2020 right before this wonderful pandemic <laughs> <laughs>
2: So crazy. What a wild time for like a new industry to be growing. Especially when it it must have been deemed essential in Illinois as well.
3: Yes. To stay open. So.
2: And what was that whole experience? That
3: was about the time that I became the executive director for Illinois Normal too. Uh, It was end of February. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Snaps for you.
3: (laughs) And uh, it was just. A crazy time. You're like you don't know what's gonna be the future, so like, what do you care more about right now? Like your your self or like trying to you know protect this industry? And I did my best at sh- uh, sharing that I I believe that we should have had some delivery systems made in place so that the people that are autoimmune affected, that they wouldn't have to endanger themselves while they went to go pick up their products. And there was even an article that uh, they had some, you know, words taken out from what I was saying. But there was some organizations that didn't believe that it was the right time for us to be able to um, do that because they wanted to have opportunity to get their licenses. To do the deliveries themselves too which i understand everyone should have the opportunity but i think that the patient safety would have been you know more considered rather than you know profits but it is what it is we never got to them so we'll have them eventually
1: yeah we can't deliver here either in washington state and i think people were trying to fight for that during the pandemic to get delivery and we just don't pay attention to cannabis out here in Washington, so really kind of like fell through. They were deemed essential, so they were able to stay open. but yeah, the politicians don't yeah,
2: like you would think that they would care more about cannabis because of all of the money that it brings in and like <laughs> even just like the popularity among constituents mm-hmm. right, but it it's one of those things that just kind of falls off the docket, you know, is more important things quote unquote yeah. get shoved in front. But Also, us as constituents
1: don't call our people, probably. Yeah, also. that's true. <laughs> so it is a little bit on us. It's on our backs, too. But yeah, yeah we'll get there. We're slowly
3: changing. I actually,
1: but people like you. I
3: actually just spoke sorry, to someone from Washington today. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it happens. We're human. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. There was a, a woman that I reached out to today or she reached out to me from Washington and she was sharing with me that there's not many MSOs in Washington and that most uh, dispensaries are like mom and pop shops. Yeah. Wait, MSO. So define, M- yeah. define MSO. For oh, multi-state us. operator, like a really big operator.
2: Oh, oh. Correct. Correct. very correct yeah, yeah we uh washington does not allow out-of-state money or businesses to come in like you have to be a washington state i think you even have to be a washington state citizen for a number of years before they'll give you a license oh, i didn't know that right. That's cool. Fuck yeah.
3: That's
2: mm-hmm. and i think the idea is to keep big money out and give other people like actual washingtonians the chance to i don't know grow their own businesses and do their mom and pop thing So yeah, we don't have out of state right now, but that's been another contentious issue Mm -hmm. in the the capital. Um, The people they want to like some people do want to allow outside money, and some people don't. So I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, was it Washington? No, I think it was Oregon where they had the influx of supply and the the demand was so okay. So that wasn't in Washington, but um, I I would prefer if the people had an opportunity first i think that we have an opposite situation here in illinois versus washington where the msos are just dominating and the social equity licenses were supposed to roll out last year and there's so many people on the line waiting for their licenses to come in that they're just paying money going down the drain but there's also businesses waiting and relying on these licenses to come out and, you know, have partnerships and flourish in this industry. And it's just really holding us back. And small businesses that practically don't exist here. Don't exist. That's so wild.
1: And, uh, yeah, I think that's such like a Washington thing to is to protect our small businesses. And I was in Illinois We were driving through at the end of November last year and we were like driving through just like the super southernmost tip of Illinois and we were able to stop at a cannabis dispensary and I that shit blew my mind. I spent like what was it $175 for like an eighth of weed and a half gram cart or some shit like that. It was wild it was crazy i was like what is even happening <laughs> here in illinois i am sorry for you guys this is so not accessible Yeah, there's
3: still mm-hmm. people that wait in these long lines and it just blows my mind i mean i'm a patient so i can grow my five plants can you grow plants in your state cool.
1: medicals medical can. medical can.
3: Recreational, there's no homegrown. That same same here then, but um, I I, that's another thing that I want to fight for is to allow for recreational Mm -hmm. to be able to grow and medical to be expanded on. That we have more Mm -hmm. of that, yeah. Um,
1: I have a question for you. I have a question. Yeah, no, it was uh, what are you smoking?
3: (laughs) Well, I got my bong here with this
2: nice.
3: mouthpiece, of course, for safety reasons and uh, COVID. You got to filter out the gook. And um, what do we have here? We have purple punch inside. I already grinded it up and put it in. Nice. I like to nice. smoke a little bit per the day goes on. So I already had this bowl lit up a little bit and it's just going to finish it <laughs> off with you guys. <laughs>
2: Perfect. how much do
3: you typically smoke per day
2: it varies for me day to day like i'll usually smoke like you throughout the day a little bit here and there on work days i smoke more than i do on not work days
1: (laughs) so i don't know probably because of my influence probably (laughs) um i i tend to smoke a lot throughout my day um i on april 30th I decided to like try we so my partner and I were going through like a, a couple ounces a, a week. You know, it was just like a lot and so unnecessary and just like it we I just yeah, just it was time to like reassess what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> and so we I was like, "Okay, my birthday is May 17th, so for the next 17 days, let's see if we can like stretch an ounce," which I did the math was a gram and a half a day for two people, for two people. people. And if we like, and I was like, we can smoke three times a day, morning, afternoon, and like evening. And that's 0.75 grams a time a like smoke session so we i mean which 0.75 is a solid amount of weed if anyone has never seen what 0.75 grams looks like that's like three bowls it's a solid joint and honestly it's enough to get two people really high so
3: nice and it works cool yeah. <laughs> you you managed this yeah. challenge to do it well well that's incredible and happy early birthday by the way <laughs> Thank you, okay. thank you. Final <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's smoke to that. Are you, guys, yes, you ready? Let's do it. You can, hit
1: you it can
2: first. go first, birthday girl. Yeah,
3: birthday week.
2: Get it, birthday week. Get, get it. Yeah, we're actually. When is this coming out? This is coming out after your birthday. Next
1: when, Next Wednesday. I don't remember what day Today of the week that is. is the twelfth. Monday is the seventeenth. Two days after that is the 19th. So that's when this comes out. I think so. Okay,
2: great. So what I was going to say is that we are actually celebrating Riley's birthday at our upcoming safety meeting on, that is coming up this Saturday um, on the 15th. But by the time this airs, it will be after that. So anybody at home listening can wish Riley a, a belated birthday, <laughs> or join us for our next our June safety meeting yeah. and give her a real belated birthday. What is
3: this safety meeting?
1: So the 420 party that we had last. Um month 420 we are just going to have like monthly smoke sessions every month forever anybody who wants to join just a space to come and like connect with other stoners and um it's called the chronic pal safety meeting mm-hmm. um, same
2: format as the 420 party so we'll yeah. send out a zoom link people will pop in and we'll have great combos and Ooh. yeah yeah just link with other people i
3: had no idea even that that's how this was okay very cool
0: well, yeah. it
2: just started. Four twenty was our first one, and then we're rolling him out forever now until we decide to stop. So yeah. <laughs> forever, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do around here, Chronic Al Studios. Is try things and see what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so.
3: Well, you're, you're chronic, so you gotta have see what sticks. Yeah.
2: Exactly. 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 <laughs> I did hit that, right? Did? I did.
3: I saw her. She did. <laughs> she not lying.
2: Thank you, Margo. Wow. Thank you. Well, that's amazing. I, I mean, like we said at the beginning, like you've done, you do so many things. You have done so many things in the cannabis space, cannabis space and you like have ideas for more cool things in the cannabis space. And I want to like get to some of those things. Yeah. But like, let's talk about where your cannabis journey started. Yeah. Tell us oh. about, like, why you started smoking weed, when, what was the vibe? Okay. Um, Give us your origin story. Sure.
3: That's, like, you, you don't really get asked that, so I like that. Um, I was pretty young. I, I was about, like, 13 years old when I started smoking. And I think it's, like, pretty typical of smokers to be, like, around that age. But it was, like, I just remember my friends were all thinking that they were cool. So they started drinking. And then we would try to get cigarettes from the local convenience store. And then somehow this weed approached us and I did not like any of the other stuff. I was just like weed is it, man. And it felt so, (laughs) I felt the spiritual connection even then. And it brought me just a lot of calmness and understanding of this chaotic, hectic world when I was alone and smoking on my porch. I remember that. That was really great. So that was where my origins came. And, uh, you know, there was a moment where I thought that this whole thing, that all drugs are bad, and I stepped away from it. And I became so depressed and realized that I really had PTSD in the end. I wasn't diagnosed until later in life but um once I the medical program opened here then I got my own card and now I just have my own relief without having to use any kind of medication that felt like it was just blocking my true sense of self my personality This just brings out my personality, and it actually energizes me Mm -hmm. to do things, too. I'm not sitting in bed or watching TV all the time. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's my story with it.
1: (laughs) I love it. I'm so glad that you have weed because your personality is just so vibrant and so electric, (laughs) and it's very contagious. So we don't want that to be hidden by anything.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoy being a goofball and not caring what uh, other people say or think best
1: yes I love that you are definitely in good company mm-hmm. good weird company with that <laughs> so
3: <laughs> definitely oh my gosh so yeah but you're asking about my projects that I'm kind of working on with Illinois Normal and I was telling you a little yes, bit yeah. already through our Tokativity call that we had mm-hmm. oh my gosh there's so many organizations that sometimes it's like getting so confusing <laughs> Keeping. <laughs> I know
0: But um, Tiffany
3: from Vanguard Media was on there and we connected and she heard and she's like, I want to share your story. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually going to do something now. Uh, So I'm working on, you know, finding these COAs and providing this knowledge to the people that they can actually ask for it themselves and how to understand. So COA, COA COA is a certificate of analysis. And it's the lab report that mm-hmm. tells you what's in your product, whether it's the flower, the extraction, mm. the edible, topical, whatever it is. It's going to tell you all the cannabinoids, the THC, the CBD, CBN, THCA, all the various ones that are top <laughs> notes. It's like a little dance. Oh. <laughs> and C-B-D, like you got your turkeys, your linamine, your turkeys, your piney. But so, those are the two main things. And then you have a contaminant too in there. And, you know, that's where you should be really watching is these contaminants. If they have fertilizers or pesticides that they've used, and if they're not being flushed out properly, then you're going to be ingesting that, smoking that, whatever it is that you're doing, it's going to be inside your body. And that is not the best thing to be taking in and people need to know this so we're providing education webinars through illinois normal every month every tuesday at six thirty. you can find us on our facebook page illinois normal but um yeah we bring on a scientist we bring on speakers last month we had mara gordon which is just the coolest thing in the world i love her <laughs> she's uh she's actually the Who reason behind my drive after this efficacy of uh finding you know the coas and understanding what it is because going to certain conferences and expos i learned that there's a lack of education the education is there but it's just it's not accessible for everyone to get to
2: yes correct totally Uh and is it so in washington state every batch of product that goes to a dispensary is required to have an an up-to-date Coa with it that is accessible to the consumer. Is that true in Illinois? As well? No,
3: it's not. That is what we need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: But see, the problem now it becomes that the consumer doesn't even know that they should or need to look at these reports. Exactly. So they're available, but nobody's asking for them and nobody's looking for them. You know what I mean? Oh, in Washington. Except for people, yeah. Except for people like, I mean, I. I've never, asked, to, never for asked for a COA at a dispensary, but I know, I, I know that they're available cause I worked in one for okay. you know years, but,
3: are they, but uh, are they available for people? Like, I don't know. I feel like they should just be accessible on the website. You could just click on it and be able to see it because people feel intimidated yeah. to ask for this. And honestly, most of the time when I ask or any of my partners have been asking, it has been so hectic trying to get these COAs. It's,
1: I believe it I
3: totally believe it
1: so I would imagine you go into the dispensary you ask the bud tender can I have a coa is from this farm or this product and then they probably have no idea what to do with that question
3: yeah there is a lot of bud tenders that don't know that and I get passed along from one bud tender to another to the next and then I finally get a manager the last time I had a manager they told me this isn't public information. You can't access this. It's so rude to me. Wow. Yeah. And then I Jeez. finally he said, oh, OK, I'll get it for you. But it's going to take 20 minutes. And I said, all right, I'll come back. So I came back. And then he's like, I'm so sorry. I hadn't had my coffee for the day. I apologize for my behavior. Ew. And he this got me the gone. COA though, because this is public knowledge. It. it has to be available yeah. to the public. It's law. It's their compliance. Mm. Funny enough, that one was definitely not compliant. So um, that's the story that Vanguard is going to be sharing, is the, the fact that mm. and their story is going to be dropped by then. So I could tell you guys now. Yeah, by the time this is uploaded, but um, uh, (laughs) I'm getting high. Okay.
2: The
3: fun begins. Yeah, the fact that (laughs) these COAs are not compliant within the state, and the state is even allowing these products to be on the shelves. That's weird.
1: That's crazy. I couldn't. Is it just, a, is it
2: like a matter of the officers being overworked and not paying attention? Or is it, like in, in Washington, I know we're just like comparing our states now, but. I think this in, as important. Yeah. But in Washington, the Liquor Control Board took over cannabis too. So they had a bunch of alcohol people dealing with this brand new cannabis industry. And a lot of those people didn't even like cannabis to begin with. So it's like, why are you having people who are not knowledgeable or like open-minded even to this product. Why are, why are these the people who are going to be, you know, making decisions on whether people get licenses or whether they're compliant in their, you know, whatever, whatever the LCB officers do. So it was it a similar situation in Illinois where the liquor, uh, you know, a liquor board took over and is, is it a similar situation? I guess.
3: And I don't know if it's the liquor board, but I know the agricultural uh, sector of the Mm. government is partaking in the grower side. And then the IDPS, like the food and health department, is handling the other side. I don't know if we have the liquor.
1: Oh, interesting.
3: Yeah, it's still regardless. It's still messed up. And
1: Yeah, yeah, it's still not cannabis. People evaluating cannabis. Things. well and it's so decentralized
2: in that way too where you can't it i feel like if you're talking about multiple agencies being in charge of the you know like the legislation not the legislation but the what is the word i'm looking for like the rules
3: the
2: i can't the I can't, rule I can't, book you know I'm only thinking
1: flowchart <laughs> yeah i i don't
3: know you know another that
2: like but it's, it's weird that it's decentralized
3: i i i another thing that I, now you're making me think of is the fact that some of these places are not even treating their employees well. And, um, you know, there's fights for the protection of the workers through unions, but the union workers can't even access this plant. So they're not happy. And I've heard of harassment coming from union workers onto the employees too. So it's like, Oh my gosh, we're screwed. We need protection and we need, you know, uh, some overlooking body to be able to protect our employees, because a lot of them are patients too in there, fund tenders and um, employees in the lab. But uh, yeah, that's, I don't know about these governing bodies that are overlooking all these systems and who's making those decisions and why, like with our social equity licenses, we had some kind of third party operator looking at over the scoring and it's like it's blatantly corruption happening happening right in front of our eyes but it's like this juggle now of who's gonna get it and how long can we keep it up in the air before it has to be settled because the mso's want to have all the power and all the you know money to be able to take over the market rather than having the potential of small business operators be able to come in Mm -hmm. it's a shame but that's what we're fighting for here at Small Businesses.
1: Wow. That's a fight worth fighting, too. I mean, like, I feel like the small business makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Walmart, I'm sorry, is not helping anybody. Like, right. I, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, I could probably go on for days about that. But it's like, especially in the cannabis industry, and which is pro- why I don't fully support like federal legalization is that we just don't have a system set where the small business owner wins like it's if once federalized fed oh my god <laughs> federalization happens like that just means more Walmart's in weed and Monsanto's and Like the big money is just going to come in and wipe out the little guy because of capitalism. Mm -hmm. And then we're all going to be smoking some shit weed, which is like a conspiracy theory all in itself. (laughs) You know, so it's like we just, yeah, this fight, this small business fight is one worth worth fighting. We need to ask for our COAs Mm -hmm. and ask for our information. Mm -hmm. And if we don't ask, then the businesses aren't going to be like, oh, this is something that we need to provide. Totally. Like, Extraction hearing, I think, does a really good job of being transparent. And all of their information is on their website for everything. They have a QR code for every box. Like, you can just look at it, boom, and it's there. And I think more companies need to be adopting that practice. It
3: really could be that simple, but it's like they're purposely hiding something. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My dogs are barking.
2: That's okay. <laughs>
1: okay. We're pro-dog. <laughs>
2: Um, I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast recently, but I I'll tell you too, but I have a theory that, so we were talking about Delta eight with somebody and, um, they were saying that Delta, the Delta eight market has kind of come about because there was an overabundance or there is an overabundance of CBD of hemp in the U S and you get Delta eight, you synthesize it from hemp. You take, you know, from mass quantities of hemp or whatever. So there's clearly a problem with even though we're growing all of this hemp, there's a problem in the processing and like what do we do with all of this extra plant matter? So my theory in the in the vein of supporting small businesses and small farmers, I think we should let the farmers farm, let them do what they do best and grow the hemp, the, you know, THC heavy cannabis, whatever you want, and then the big money can come in in the processing phase of it, like the manufacturing phase where they they know how to handle massive quantities of of product. They have the infrastructure, the warehouses, whatever they need, the processing plants to get through it all. And then they can, you know, turn it into this base product that goes to the edible maker, to the textile plant to make, you know, textiles or whatever whatever next yeah. place it goes. So that's my theory. And I'm just shouting it out to everybody because I'm like I'm gonna make this happen. That would be
3: like the best <laughs> you know uh space like like imagining that that would be the perfect situation and my doesn't it yeah it does it does and i feel like it would happen if you know federal changes would come about but um yeah it's it's always for profit it's not for the benefit of everyone it's only the benefit of some so we have to fight for it and it's Mm -hmm. i don't know it's crazy it's like (laughs) <laughs> I've had no, I just had a conversation with a guy on Friday that he's like, What you're trying to do is monumental, but you're gonna have like the Monsanto's trying to take you down, and it's so disheartening because a lot of people are fighting We're with fight,
1: yeah, and
3: it's for the benefit, really, like it helps us for our health. Mm-hmm. But the same thing is happening with our food, the food is being pro- created in a faster way with the GMOs and created bigger. But now we're seeing our kids have more and more autism and, you know, medical conditions that leukemia, like this is insane. It's insane. And I wish that there was a solution that could just be made, but gotta keep fighting.
2: Yes, ma'am. And having conversations like these, like that's why we love connecting with people and hearing what cool things everybody is doing around the country, around the world. Because in like in strengthening our connections with each other, we can like, you know, we can beat the corporations. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Yes, we can just do it. No, no. What's Nike? What's the? <laughs>
3: what's the we Rosie the it. Riveter? We did it. Is that? What it is? Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Isn't it yeah, just you know, do something? it. Oh, my gosh. Now I don't know.
2: Is it? Right? Can you Google the Rosie the Riveter? We did
1: it. Is it we did it?
3: Gosh,
2: uh, producer Ev's on the Goog. We did it. We, can do it. we can do it. We can do it. It's we can do it.
3: Can. And it makes sense because it's cannabis. So we can do it.
2: We can, We'd do, can it. do it. Okay, that's a whole social that's campaign whole right there.
3: And you... We're yeah. starting it right you here. You look like
2: her too. You look like Rosie Riveter. You should do oh the, the photos.
1: <laughs> you should dress up. Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> I need bandana, I think, don't I? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And like a boiler suit.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm down for it. I'll Jump totally to do turn. that. That's
1: an yeah. investment.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> Halloween. Boom. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what are you doing for your birthday? Are you doing any fun celebrations? oh Oh.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad you asked Oh my gosh what a great question (laughs) okay so I've had this idea for my family for probably a couple years now but I like throw it out and we'll just laugh about it and like because it's kind of has includes a lot of planning but (laughs) so I Challenge my family to, like, a year-long dinner battle royale-type competition thing where two people battle, like, Iron Chef style. So they have, like, a main ingredient that they have to use. But, like, they make the food. So two people make food for everybody. And then we all judge, like, blind judge the food. And then it's, like, a bracket system. And whoever wins... Like w- you know, so like cool. wins, 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 and then yeah, like I don't know, New Year's or the I don't know whenever the end of the bracket is. <laughs> yeah, it's like the championship, and then you I don't know what you win, bragging rights, a hat, I don't know. But so my the first <laughs> <laughs> yeah the first competition is going to be my birthday, and um, producer Ev and my mom are the competitors. And the main ingredient is beans.
3: <laughs> mm. make so a great deal with beans.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we—that's what we're doing for my birthday. Is it going to be like
3: the fancy kind of plating and everything too?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll TV show quality. Yeah, exactly.
3: Are you going to so make? A we'll show have like of two
1: different standards. sets of plates. Um, I will probably be posting it on okay. Instagram. Cool. And taking video, it might turn into a into a show, event, <laughs> like, with, I don't know. I haven't thought about By that, Halloween. but, yeah, it might By become Fourth a show.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Is it going to be infused?
1: it'll be, uh, no, oh,
3: okay. no, unfortunately always. not. Sometimes it's good to not have infused. It doesn't always have to be infused.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, one day. One day, yeah. in a couple years, it'll be infused. <laughs> That's the goal. Definitely.
3: I told my, uh future mother in law and father in law, but we're having an infused wedding. When, good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like <hey>. <laughs> 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 We're gonna have like a an infused. And, and, I don't know, Jake's going wild with his thoughts uh, with the wedding, but we'll see what we can manage. It's you know, post twenty twenty, so things are gonna be different. Yeah. But uh yeah, we'll see. That'll be um, so cool. That's so fun. Have you ever done a, like an infused dinner or any kind of like infused
1: party before? Um, my friend or our, our friend has thrown a couple parties oh, where yeah. she'll have like an infused an infused cake and a non infused cake, and then like an infused drink and a non infused drink. So she'll have like things spread out where it's like this is the infused table, this is the uninfused table.
3: So smart. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. And Gotta have I think that's as far as my infused dinners have gone. But I really want to go to the Olivia, the Vasquez one, one day. I've
2: done. I've been to a few, like, infused catered parties where it was, like, infused barbecue. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that yeah. also. Yeah. What? But I also have not. Yeah, I know. It's, like, infused barbecue sauce, infused mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese, infused... I don't remember what else. There was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty good.
3: That's so smart to have something infused and something not infused because when you get infused, you want more, and then you just have a bad time to keep doing it. So <laughs> <Totally. laughs> <And> have the <laughs> infused too. I was just thinking earlier about this herbal note that we have in Chicago. Um, Manny Mendoza is the main chef that studied in the culinary school here in Chicago. But he goes from San Diego to Chicago and even travels to different parts of the country. I've seen him go to Canada, too. And he does these, like, fancy meals. And it is divine. And I just want to highly recommend, if you've ever had an experience like that, there's none other than these experiences. They're just great. And you make a lot of friends.
1: (laughs) Who was it again? Who did you say? Herbal Notes. Herbal notes. Herbal notes. Oh. Yeah, that sounds so, like, so much fun. One day, once the world gets back to some sort of normal where we can at least, like, dine with other human beings, it will be, it would be nice to have an infused, like, luncheon.
2: And I do like how Liv Vasquez figured out how to do it. She's a chef, too, and she did a, a collab with the Jupiter Hotel here in Portland, and they're a 420-friendly hotel in that you can smoke on their smoking balconies. Like, you can't smoke in the rooms, but you can smoke at yeah, on the balconies. I actually got a night I – t- I got a room there for Mother's Day as, like, a solo yeah. room. And it was kind of fun, like, walking back and forth to the balconies and, like, smoking all night. But anyway <laughs> – Lived in a, a collab with them where she made food, and then they were like essentially delivered. It was delivered to each room, so each person mm-hmm. still got their whole experience, but it was just like wasn't around a table with a bunch of people.
3: Wow, that is mind That's blowing amazing. that this exists and is exciting in right? the future. Like, see, there's just so many ways to incorporate cannabis into your business. It's just have to be creative.
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm we were having a conversation with a friend the other day and she was like anybody who's trying to get into any business or like accounting, anybody who's going to school for like any type of business stuff should be looking towards getting into cannabis because like the industry needs it. And if you're a cannabis lover, like, duh, like use your skills in the industry that you participate in. And you know, like, I'm like, What a brilliant, I didn't, like, I didn't even think about that, you know, like, as simple as that is, it's like, yeah, we need data people, we need techie people in the industry, we need everybody Mm -hmm. in every other industry in this industry,
3: you know? HVAC, building, whatever it is, you're so right.
1: Security.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: And I think you could even expand that into just the plant medicine world in general. You know, as psychedelics are coming Mm -hmm. online in different states and cities around the country, the psychedelic world is going to need all of the the same things, like literally all the same tracking systems, all of it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there's so much opportunity for people in weed, in plant
3: medicine. Now that you brought that up, is there... Opportunities already popping up in Washington with psychedelics, or is it still just like on the forefront, like building up?
2: I don't
1: know in Washington. So you know anything about it?
2: I believe in Washington they did just decriminalize. Oh yeah,
1: all all drugs. Yeah, that's as far
2: as drugs go. But then, or all drugs. Yeah. But then Oregon, they just decriminalize all drugs and set this is setting the standard for um, psychedelic therapy. Okay. So there is like mushroom therapy. I think it's, it's psilocybin therapy, not just plain psychedelic, plain psychedelic, the white umbrella term of psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's happening in, in Oregon. And then we had a, a guest on the show who did mushroom therapy in Denver and she kind of shared our, her experiences with it. Um, In Morgan, in our episode with Morgan Garza, so yeah, it's like little. It's starting to trickle. It's starting to trickle out there. Yeah,
3: for sure. I I heard of a business owner that has his own extractions that he is like so feet to the ground, pavement like ethical with his way that he uses his processes from the farmers where they're like located on top of mountains and it takes like a while to get reach them. And they all have machine guns because it's like, they have their own society basically. And they're protecting those plants because of the air quality and the water quality is the best there. The soil is the best. And on top of that, he's also now doing mushrooms. And he said that he's dabbling in psychedelic mushrooms too, which is so freaking cool. And I can't wait to this, for that to become more normalized out there. I, I just had some yesterday, did a little therapy, and it was wonderful. I, you know, explored my mind and got through some challenging thoughts that I was having dealing with uh, relationship stuff. But all in all, it's like the most amazing outcome, I guess. Like I got over it and you know, was able to talk about it more freely afterwards. I don't know what it does, but it does (laughs) work.
1: It like opens you up a little bit,
3: yeah,
1: to understanding. There, I feel. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like it lets you understand yourself behind the masks that you put on for your own self. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. So, yep,
2: I hear you. I know what you're saying. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Love
1: me some. Love me some mushroom therapy. Me too. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was
2: just going to say that I just took mushrooms for the first time since having kids. Mm. So it's been like probably three years since I've had any. And I took one like tiny little like it was probably like a half gram cap. And my kids were at their grandparents and it was just like something small and delightful. And it was the best day ever. It was like a sunny, beautiful Mm -hmm. day. I like spent so much time outside in the garden. And I like same thing. I like was thinking about things and just able to organize my thoughts a little bit clearer and then you're able to take that with you on the other side mm-hmm. and like using that little, I mean, I felt a little bit wobbly in the way that mushrooms will make you wobbly. Um, but it wasn't anything intense or debilitating. Yeah. I I love how a little bit of mushroom makes me feel. I
3: love it. Me too. And it's not like I do it a lot. It's just every once in a while, just do a little bit, just like Mm -hmm. you said. And it just, I usually get seasonal uh, affective disorder, and I'm in Chicago. So it's like the sun is what you want and you don't always get it. And I usually have my down low days in January and February. But this year in a pandemic, I was able to be in high spirits with my cannabis and my mushrooms and i am so thankful for that it's like <laughs> i have never felt more amazing in my life i want to say
1: oh i love
3: that as
2: a chicago chicogan chicago as a person who lives in chicago what's better a snow joint or a sun joint?
3: oh man so snow joint i hate being outside in. i mean wait did i just say snow i'm thinking <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. i was
3: like i wasn't expecting i was like answers. whoa i thinking no snow and i said snow no snow. i hate the snow i'm i hate being outside in the cold i do not i'm not and i'm czechoslovakian so like my people come from the top of the mountains <laughs> and i do not like yeah. cold at all but i do like study joints and it's the best thing in the world just to have a nice sunny night. Or I mean, what am I saying? <laughs> I was like,
1: yes. I was I was totally in agreement with that sunny
3: night though. Like, I love you a sunny me. night. Okay. A warm night. That's what I'm about. A warm, a warm night. night. You got it. <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. A nice warm night. So this is beautiful. I love it. You know, just <laughs> Let's just act like goofballs and enjoy our lives. But yeah, I mean, during the day or night, whenever it's nice and warm, it's always like just the nicest thing to have, even on the beach. Like we have our our little beach in Chicago. You have you have a beach too, right? In Washington, you go. Mm,
2: Yep. Is it like we call it the coast? Does it get warm
3: enough in Washington to go to the beach and swim?
1: Eh. <laughs> Maybe in like August, like the like the depth of the summer, wow. it and gets it's, warm.
2: It's also better in Oregon. Yeah, like but the, the more,
1: h- more south you go, the better yeah. it gets. Yeah, but like like rivers and lakes mm-hmm. and like the sound stay get warmer in the in the summertime. So it's we. I mean, we do go swimming in nice. the in the rivers, but yeah, the ocean is really really cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know. I just love smoking by the water. It's just like the best thing in the world.
1: Yes. Yeah. There was a. I was in Hood River, which is in the gorge um, in Oregon, and it's like the wind wind surfing capital of the world, or something, and like like wind sports capital. But <laughs> for some whatever reason, I was like on the waterfront. And there was like a, this was so not even like hidden from anybody, but I was alone on the waterfront and there was a rock in the water, but it was totally accessible from the side. So I like climbed down onto this rock and like, it's like Lone Island in the river. (laughs) Yeah. But the the freaking land was like literally right behind me, but everything, my view was like Ocean, like water and land and it was really cool and I just like smoked this joint and for nobody walked by I was completely alone which was crazy because it was a pretty busy night like, time. And I was like, I found my smoking spot, which is like in the middle of like everybody could totally see me just like <laughs> roasting this bowl. I'm like, I am free right now.
2: Oh
3: <laughs> man, that is the best feeling in the you world. You like
2: w- walk back into the populated area, just smoke yeah. billowing. Oh, sorry, <laughs> billowing behind you. I'm like, right. you're like nobody saw me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Fly.
2: So
3: incognito.
2: But- Smells. yeah, out. like
3: <laughs> <just> traveling <laughs> whenever I. I- I get somewhere. I always try to find some weed, and you know you can't really smoke in the uh, openly there for sure because you want to be careful. So it's like the best time at nighttime, and it's like the best memories I usually made like that. It's Great.
1: Where is the craziest place you've smoked in the in the world? Oh man, I have a story for you
3: from Slovakia, but. Yes. <laughs> uh let's start with the do you want all right well slovakia i'm gonna say the weird one first is like i was probably 15 or 16 walking outside of a bar because you can go into bars there at that age and it was a nightclub and as we were walking outside these cops were coming in with plexiglass and there was like 30 of them and they're rushing down and i go down outside and look through the window with my friends and everyone's on the ground and they said that if you make a move or ask, like, can I go to the bathroom? Or, like, any kind of question, they'll just, like, break your jaw. And they were looking for some Whoa. weed. Just a little bit of weed. <laughs> that was wild. What the fuck?
2: Whoa. That's so scary. Did you smoke a joint outside? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Definitely did not smoke them. But um, <laughs> the craziest place, I guess. I mean, in Dominican Republic, I, I got some... Ooh. Really interesting weed. Uh, did not enjoy it.
1: Good or bad? I was <laughs> going to say that doesn't—that wasn't like a good, interesting. I think he
3: called it the Blue Lagoon weed, and it looked really just dark and just not healthy that means it's the tourist weed yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously that's definitely the tourist weed that they were trying they definitely got us there <laughs> i was just like whatever i'm taking it Cause i couldn't find any anyway but yeah it's always fun and a challenge to find it but um not always the safest thing either but you make friends no. you always like make friends with people get to know them a little bit once you're comfortable with them then you do the ask <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey uh yeah, the smoke. Yeah. How do you? What's your? How do you? I have never tried to find weed anywhere. I'm usually usually take it with me or just like go somewhere not. that has a dispensary. Yeah, yeah. So how? So how? do What's your play? What's your strategy? Hmm.
0: Other Top than tips so yeah, for finding like, the weed focus, guy,
1: having friend friendship friendship right, getting to become friends, and then how, what's your like your life I don't
3: know. Like I guess I'm just super friendly person. And I just start that's random yeah. conversations with people. <laughs> Not everyone's over like that. How
2: do you how do you pick your mark though? Yeah. How do you know which one that you're like, oh see him from across the seven eleven? And you're like, that's the weed out? guy. I
3: can't say it's like that though. It's just like I guess you put that
2: it just happens to find in you intention out there. It finds and you And then it comes
3: to you. Mm-hmm. Really. It does.
1: Manifestation Queen, I like it. And if I don't
3: know, like are you an Aries or a Gemini? Like I eventually like make a a sign, like mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> we get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've had. Cool.
2: Like, it sounds like you've been. Oh, I was oh. gonna say
3: I've just like jumped into random uh, tax cab cars in Costa Rica and just asked if they could get me to the Mota
2: The taxi drivers. That's a good thought. Yeah. They're definitely going to. For
3: sure. That's yeah. a very good point. Taxi drivers usually always have a connection to, <laughs> someone. So <everywhere>. true. <laughs> <sure>. so
1: true. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're right. That's cool.
1: So Tips. It,
2: it sounds like you've been a lot of places around the world. Yeah. Are you a
3: travel lover? I absolutely love to travel. Can't say that I've always had the most money doing it. But I just find ways to get there, and once I'm there, I figure things out. (laughs) I always have, like, some kind of connection for me to be accommodated for a home. And, like, I I really spare, like, a little lunchbox. I pack my own lunches and go places. (laughs) But you know EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival? Mm -hmm. Not everybody knows that, so that's so cool.
1: (laughs) 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 We're hip. (laughs) You're hip.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Um, so
2: we know Molly and Lucy.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, they came here to Chicago, and my friends went just got a they got tickets, and I was like, I'm not gonna pay $300 for the weekend to go there on top of everything else that they're like purchasing. It's like $500, $600 investment. So I figured, hey, I'm gonna volunteer and go in there, and then you know whatever they want me to do, I'll, I'll escape somehow. But I fell in love with it. I'd rather wanted to volunteer rather than doing the whole festival thing. It's just so amazing to like see all the moving parts. And then sometimes you brush shoulders with the DJs. It's pretty cool. I miss it. Oh, <laughs> but awesome. where I was going with that now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> They would go and travel. I'm <laughs> to, uh- <laughs> too high right now. Oh. They would travel to different parts of the world. So they would go to Vegas, Orlando. They went to London, Puerto Rico. And I happened to meet Jake like that too. He was in Vegas when I was there for EDC. But I still continued with EDC by going to London. I went to Slovakia. It's really cheap when you're out in Europe and you just want to like get another flight to somewhere else. It's like 30, 40 bucks one way, or like 50, 60, mm. both ways.
1: So, wow. Fuck.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. I've heard that. I've heard like the hard part is getting to the continent, and then once you're on, you know, when you're in Europe, it's easy to get It's not that expensive to get Definitely. Around. I think
3: that's like wherever you go, if it's in a different continent, you'll have a lot better time getting around. Mm. But yeah, I just love people, and I love traveling and meeting new Perspectives, I guess, and cultures, and tasting wonderful different foods and drinks—it's amazing. Dream place to go. That
1: was my tummy. (laughs) Where? What's the? What's the? Sorry, that was a not sentence. Uh, What is your like dream place to go travel to if COVID wasn't a thing? Dream place. Where would you go next? Sorry, I got distracted. Aisling's
3: stomach, like, yelled at us. And then, sorry. Um, Dream place? I don't know. Like, I love Costa Rica. They are the friendliest people, and it's just beautiful all around, and the food's really great. As for, like, somewhere I'd love to visit right now is, like, Japan or, like, anywhere in Asia. We were just looking at Bali and Philippines. Vietnam is somewhere super high up on that list. I really want to just go along that coastline and uh, yeah. Anywhere, anywhere, really. I just want to get out of America right now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. That is totally fair. Um, If you do go to Asia, don't have weed in your system because did you hear about the Singapore? I think it was in Singapore or it would be Singapore. Yeah. But they like super, super intense um, cannabis laws. Over in Asia, but in Singapore specifically, this kid had, like, smoked a joint before his flight, and he got somehow tested while he landed in Singapore, and then he got... Either executed or jailed for a bunch of the time. I don't know. Look up. This is like the stoner version of the story. <laughs> but no, it was crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: I remember. Maybe you told me that. Probably, that's, yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So insane.
1: So, because it's in your system, they count that as carrying THC. So, and that's illegal to carry THC. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of so. Just, I mean, Asia is amazing. Avoid Singapore, but, go, but yeah. just don't be like.
3: Singapore is like one of the cleanest places, and they're awesome. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful looking. Damn. That's really mind-blowing. I hope things change soon for them. I want to go there, but I don't know if I'll be able to ever have no weed in my system for that long. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. But I do feel like thailand or somewhere just legalized medical i did
3: see that
1: so it's not for like it's things are changing Mm -hmm. and like china grows a shit ton of hemp yeah and like our family in the philippines like made their money on hemp farms and like so it's not and weed is from that continent, anyway. So yeah, it's there's not like, like
2: land race tie strains, yeah, and things it's not like
1: that. Like cannabis is completely mm-hmm. out of their culture that they've they've been probably consuming it way fucking longer than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah,
3: it'll
1: it'll it'll And
3: once time. like things are starting to change, like more and more countries are opening up to legalizing, then it influences other ones too. So we'll see the changes. Yeah. Wild, Gary V. You know Gary V. <laughs> I know yes, Gary You <laughs> He like brought up that this, this war on drugs is going to be a blimp in the history of cannabis. Like we're going to have cannabis here for so long. It really sucks what we had to endure here in the war on drugs, because it has implications that are going to last for generations and generations and generations. But it is pretty cool to think about that. It's only going to be that small, This time period that we just endured, it's going to be like nothing compared to what this plant is going to do for us.
2: Bless you. It's true. And so true. like you could even take the perspective that it's making it stronger, you know, like going through what the, the tribulations of the war on drugs, you know, we come out the other side knowing that we don't want to go back to that. And if we don't want to go back to that, then again, we need to stand strong and together to build a big network and build a strong community and protect. Yeah. Protect and honor cannabis. Yeah,
3: totally. Honestly, it's like I look at it as kind of honoring our world. Mm -hmm. It's a a representation of that. We need to respect it. Karma is a bitch. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh,
1: minute, <laughs> oh, uh, thank you so much margo for sitting down with us today this was so fun i'm glad that we were able to connect and this was just uh, i just love you it's and insane. what you do
3: oh. <laughs> you're so sweet well i hope to one day meet you in person and you yes. know i'd love to see your state event. so maybe i'll be coming out there saying hi i have two connections now yeah. out there yeah.
1: Yeah, you do. We got the cannabis (laughs) hookup. We can tell you the dispensaries to go to. Oh, that's so
3: awesome. That's so cool. Well, this was lovely, and I appreciate this. And um, I hope that one day we can even do this again. And you enjoy your birthday and have an awesome Oh,
1: my gosh. Thank you so much.
3: It's going to be so cool. And I can't wait to see these pictures of your food. It's going to be so cool.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Heck, yeah. Yeah, stay tuned.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Margo. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much to Margot for that awesome conversation. We realized that we forgot to let her plug herself at the end because we We all got got too stoned. Stoned. So we're going to do it.
1: Yeah, we are. Um, Check her out on Instagram at Margo underscore. So it's (laughs) M-A-R-G-O-J-U-A-N-A underscore um, for all of her content. It's really fun. Super educational. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about terpenes and CBD and stuff already just following her. So, yep. she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, check out her lifestyle blog, com, And check out the Illinois Normal Facebook group um, for all of that information over there. Yeah, it's awesome. She's, she's awesome. She's amazing.
2: Um, don't forget to start asking for your COAs. And if mm-hmm. you do, uh, like video yourself or something. Or, or get take a, friend, a picture. Because we, yeah, we want to know. Yeah, yeah. So, tag us in that.
1: Post, <laughs> yeah, and let's start. Like, let's start a hashtag. Like, I ask for COA. Ask. COA, yeah.
0: COA, COA check, COA check. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: A good one. Cool, All COA right. check hashtag. COA check. We'll hopefully remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for
2: listening. We love you so we much. We love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.